We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. You son of a bitch, you moved the cemetery, but you left the bodies, didn't you? You son of a bitch, you left the bodies and you only moved the headstones. You only moved the headstones. Christ! Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Coriander and Killian, here we go. Yeah. All are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you, you left the headstones. You only moved the headstones. <laughs> oh, so tonight, tonight we're going to be talking about uh, Poltergeist uh, from 1982, directed by Toby Hooper and helping hand by steven spielberg and we'll talk we'll talk a little bit about that uh in this episode um real quick let me just see who we have in the chat and then uh, we'll get going on this thing uh let's see slasher fred saying it knows what scares you the tagline from poltergeist <laughs> we got uh biffers in the chat hey night killing hey. and Gordon. Poltergeist isn't even a horror movie. Suburban houses are just like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice no. one. Yep. Um, Eric's in the chat. What's up, Eric, man? Uh, hey. Saying, my favorite horror movie after Pet Cemetery. Absolutely love this one from beginning to end. Right? Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. All right. Uh, we also have Cryptomeria is in the chat saying, I can't watch this one. I saw it once. Great pick. Uh, but this one is disturbing. I almost wonder if they didn't let something out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll talk a little Off bit about bow, that man. too. Right, right, right. Yep. Uh, we got Flamethrower in the chat saying, this was the only movie to ever legit scare me. I grew up living behind a graveyard. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, man. Wow. Uh, Biffer says, what? It's live Xmas in June. <laughs> we appreciate that, man. We appreciate that. Um, okay, guys. So before we begin proper and, and we'll give, um, you know, maybe another minute uh, for people to join in the chat if, they, if they're choosing to do so. But as always, let's talk about a quick take of what this movie means to us. I'll start with you, Coriander, and then I'll go to you, Killian. What does this movie mean to you? I mean, to me, this is another perfect movie. It's got a good story. It's got some good humor, amazing special mm -hmm. effects. You got a great mm -hmm. cast. I mean, no one dies in this except the poor little birdie. There's no <laughs> blood, you know, and mm -hmm. there's like no graphic violence. So, And this is, yeah, mm -hmm. an awesome haunted house movie. Yeah, yeah. And how about how about you, Kill? I mean, you you know, we we grew up watching this movie, and yeah, you know, I, I I will say this: there may not be any blood, but there's some face ripping off. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> rated 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 PG movie, okay, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> you know? um, but no, just just two two things about this movie is look, mm -hmm. if you have a golden retriever. Watch out for the signs. Listen to that golden retriever. They may not That's be right. able to speak words, but their actions speak volumes. And construction companies, no shortcuts. No shortcuts. Right. Okay, that's right. all I got to say. No shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, exactly. 
Well, you know, to me, this movie, it, it's such a great movie. It really is. Rewatching it. I mean, obviously, I've seen it tons of times. And like Killian said, we watched this when we were kids with our parents. Um, but rewatching it to do this episode, it still amazed me how good this movie is. And we're, we're going to get into a lot of that stuff. But I just want to say one thing. Story. This movie had such a great story that it didn't it almost didn't even matter how things happened with the haunting or the poltergeist. You were so absorbed into this family because of the way that the story unfolded. And, you know, it's just too bad that we don't get more movies uh, like that, you know, because you really you really get absorbed into the family uh, real quick. Uh, let's see. Cryptomeria says, I can't do the review today. It's on my list for Halloween. <laughs> I hear you. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good movie. It really, really is. Uh, we got June Bug in the chat saying, I have this movie on a really crappy recorded VHS tape from HBO, and it really gives a very eerie feel. That's cool, man. That is so yeah. cool. That's a great way to watch a lot of these uh, classic movies, too. Um Eric says, that face peel is pretty graphic, though. This Gremlins and Temple of Doom helped create a PG-13 rating. Thanks, Spielberg. That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, Junebug says, I'm sure we'll get into it, but who really directed this movie, Toby Hooper or Steven Spielberg? Aha, yes, we will get into that uh, because it's very interesting, very interesting. So we're going to get finished getting set up for you guys in the chat. For you guys watching the replay, sit back, relax. You know what time it is. There can be only one. Consider this home, no killing the vibe in the night watch zone. Xenomorphs hype when the lights come on. Hit like and subscribe and the show might blow. Go viral, no COVID. It's a spiral emotions, hand on the Bible. Only go sign on the dopest of vitals. Better tune in, yeah, you know it's vital. From Swartz to negative, Kane Hodder. Corey G down to Harry Potter. Shit's a gorny weevil of the night watch zone. Come with me to the night watch zone. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. man. It really, really is. All right. So in the chat, one more comment here uh, from Slasher Fred. Hey, guys, uh, your show intro has a sample from the original Spider-Man theme. Oh, you caught that, huh? All right. <laughs> nice. All right. So, Kill, let's start this thing off, man. Let's talk about, uh, you know, some high points of this movie, uh, how the story unfolds. It's really, really cool stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, look, I love um, horror movies or haunted house movies that take place in not your typical scary locales. Okay, mm -hmm. I mean, this movie looks like it's taking place in like Southern California. It's in the suburbs. It's sunny. All American family, even with the do all American dog. Right. You know, <laughs> you, I mean, I mean, seriously, and I would love to live in this house. Okay, you know, before all the spookiness happens. Uh, right. But you have a great cast, you know, Joe Beth Williams, Craig T. Nelson, the kids. And, you know, it, it's it's very unassuming. It starts off very low key. You know, they're watching football. They're eating breakfast. You know, they have three kids. One of them is in high school. And everything is, it seems to be going well. And it seems like they've been in this house for years because they do say that the youngest daughter was born in the house. So they've been there mm -hmm. for a while. But right. when you take shortcuts, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the cows always come home to roost, you know, eventually. And that's what happens in this. But I love the slow burn of this because like i said it starts off just like a little family comedy you know there's really no drama husband loves his wife 
you know, the kids love their parents. They're all just just living their best lives. And then slowly but surely, the weird things are at first fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, right. this, chair, this chair can move by itself or you know, sit here, baby, and let this thing slide you across the kitchen. But then, right. then it ramps up and then it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? <Right>. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Real quick in the chat. Uh, Eric, <laughs> the quote of the night so far. Seriously, who the hell buys their kid a clown doll like that? Throw that damn thing in the trash. Right? Burn it with fire. <laughs> Junebug uh, says, I would really like to know why does the dad hate Pizza Hut so much to the point where they had to cut it out of the movie? It used to be good. Right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Slasher Fred says, uh, I read the plot of the movie involving family being terrorized by ghosts was originally the plot for E.T., where instead uh, it was going to involve aliens. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I I do know that there was some behind the scenes about how this movie came about uh, between Toby Hooper and Steven Spielberg, and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Eric says... Call back to your Predator episode. Did you notice Sonny Lamb as one of the construction workers? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I I noticed him. I was like, okay, all right. Sonny was in there. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Patrick's in the chat. What's up, Patrick? Saying, hey, a night, Coriander, Killian, and Jerry. What's going on, Patrick? Nice to have you. Nice to have you. All right. So, Coriander, I'll throw it to you. Uh, What were you thinking about in in the beginning of the movie, how how it started, and obviously all the ins and outs? Yeah, you know, like Killian was saying, it starts out like any typical day for any family, you know. Yeah. You wake up and, you know, you're getting ready for school and breakfast and crazy shit happens. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I love how, you know, that you've got a strong family unit. And I, like I always say, as you know, as the love of a husband and wife and the love for your children it, it can mm-hmm. conquer anything i swear so mm-hmm. yeah 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 and the cast Absolutely. is great yeah the cast is great and um you know i'll just jump into a few things too so let's well let's just get the, the let's you know let's acknowledge the elephant in the room um you can see your man right there uh guys steven uh, Uncle Steven is is watching over the production. And, um, you know, it's funny because uh, Toby Hooper directed this and uh, Steven obviously was the producer. Now, there's some interesting things uh, about the movie because Steven Spielberg, um, his original idea was he wanted to do a horror film that was basically, uh, you know, a sequel to Close Encounters. Um but contractually, he wasn't able to direct another film while he was doing E.T. Um, so he conceived this idea as a horror sequel, and the original title of it was Night Skies. And he actually went to Toby Hooper and, and asked if he would be interested in directing it. And Toby Hooper wasn't really interested in the sci-fi elements of it. Um, so he actually gave his own variation of the idea and said well let's collaborate on the ghost story and that's basically how we got um to the point where we're at with with poltergeist you know both of these guys collaborating but interestingly enough and i know Junebug was saying you know we're going to get to it uh, in the chat steven spielberg was there all the time on the set and you know there's different stories about how it went but you know the, the bottom line is he was he was kind of overseeing things and giving his input whenever he could he was much more of a you know a take charge uh, type of director and toby hooper was you know the guy doing the setups and all that type of stuff but um both both of them and and uh, obviously toby hooper has passed away now but both of them acknowledged that you know steven was just giving suggestions so that's that's kind of where i'm coming from you know on that whole uh story uh but real quick uh kill before we get to you let me just uh get back to the chat here Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what we got here. We got uh, QN in the chat saying, hello, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, and Patrick saying he's getting ready uh, for eight questions uh, with on his channel. Cool, man. Well, thank you for uh, stopping by. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, hope that your episode goes well, man. That's really, really cool. 
Um, he says, but I had to toss my thumb up. We appreciate it, Patrick. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, Eric says, what really made this work was the chemistry between all the adults, not just the parents, but between the parents and the people studying the paranormal that want to help them. I agree. There was a lot of tender moments uh, between all of them. Uh, Junebug saying, love conquers all. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Biffer saying, why didn't they just go to a hotel or something? I never would have stepped foot in that house again after the first incident, but I guess I'm built different. Yeah, you know, it was interesting how they went with the story. I mean, obviously, they didn't take it serious at first, you know, and and well, it's funny. The thing and I wasn't know, malicious. Uh, you know what I mean? It's not like right. scary things was happening. It was just all of a right. sudden, you know, your, your daughter disappears. That's what's crazy about yeah. it. Yeah, and, and right before she disappeared, like this scene that really used to crack me up when they go next door to Ben, <laughs> and, you know, they just had a couple disturbances. That's all that it was at that point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were taking it very, you know, lighthearted, which I think is, it's believable, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. nothing had happened at that point. Now, once Carol Ann some gets people would think you're crazy, you know, coming to them asking, hey, you have yep. some, yeah. you know, friend, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, just how they approached yeah. it. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I mean, once, well. Car yeah, once Carol Ann got taken away, that's when it really got serious time. And of course, like they said, they hadn't even gone to the police because they were going to look like they were crazy. So I, I get it. Um, but let's let's back up a little bit, Kill. Let's go back to right before Carol Ann or wherever you want to start, but at least by the point before Carol Ann gets taken. And you got that scene with, with the, the creepiest tree of all time in a movie. I, I, I don't know who conceived of the, what What's creepier? There's another tree that did some stuff. Well, okay, okay, yeah, I think I know where you're going. What? Okay, all right, but, but you get what I'm saying. It was a creepy ass tree, man. So, what, yeah. what did you think of this whole scene? How, how you know, the tree came and they basically pulled the okie doke, getting everybody to be worried about Robbie so that Carol Ann could be taken. So, what'd you think? Yeah, well, well, for one, I, I would just like to say. Robbie has some of the coolest Star Wars toys and Darth Vader posters yes. and product placement I have seen in a movie. And it's so funny that you say that. I was Man. thinking too. Go ahead. Man, but I love it. But that tree is really creepy, you know. Um, although Evil Dead tree, rape tree is still the king, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, but this tree, it looks rotted and weird and 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 like you said, it was all kind of a bait and switch. I mean, the tree reaches into the room <laughs> and it pulls him out and it tries to eat Robbie, okay? And literally. Literally. And I know that all types of stuff is going crazy and Robbie's being eaten by a tree. But guys, Joe Beth Williams, you are an amazing mother in this film. Mm-hmm. Pick Carol Ann up and take her with you. Like I like guys, I'm watching this and I'm like, all right, man, like the the, the ghosts are doing a bait and switch and you guys don't see right. it. The oldest daughter, you know, right. Joe Beth Williams is like, Where's Carol Ann? Oh, I left her upstairs because I'm a bad older sister. Oh <laughs> you, know? Uh -huh. you know, so it's just like guys. Um, but once again, the dog knew stuff was going on that dog would patrol the house at night and steal potato chips and whatnot and that dog was like something is up with this house that dog would bark at the ceiling and yes. joe beth williams is Sit like what are, you, what are you looking at G guys in the audience if you're buying a home or you're renting a home or you get a new apartment take a dog in there with you if the dog starts barking at nothing Burn the house to the ground, <laughs> or just, just right. or just, or don't, don't, don't commit, a, commit a crime. But just turn around and just say, "Hey, look, we're just going to have to take a hit on this one and just leave, yeah. just leave." <laughs> you know? All right. So, Coriander, what about you? What'd you think of that scene? And then, obviously, how Carol Ann was taken, and and then when they finally realized that she was, I guess they could hear her through the TV transmission. Yeah, that scene was, that was an intense scene. I mean, and yeah. to speak of another, you know, freaky-ass tree, the Guardian, that had quite the tree in it also. But Ooh. anyway, right. um, have you guys ever seen that one? I haven't seen The Guardian? I haven't yeah. seen that one. No. Yeah, we should do that. But anyway, 
I mean, yeah, like you said, this is like one of the creepiest trees. And to, to, to see the scene where it looks like it's eating the kid, that poor kid's probably going to be traumatized for the rest of his life on right. trees and going out and into the clowns. forest. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And it was so smart that they, yeah, they used him as bait to be able to take Carol Ann and Right. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it was just, yeah, a great scene. Absolutely. Uh, real quick in the chat, and Eric was talking about how uh, Mick Garris was on set a lot, and he publicly stated that Toby directed it. Steven was just very hands-on, kind of like George Lucas with the original uh, sequels. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what I get out of it as well, man. Junebug says, well, I do know uh, with that Night Skies production, they originally wanted Rick Baker to do designs for it, and he could not do the redesign because he was doing American Werewolf in London. Nice. Huh. Uh, and Spielberg threw a tantrum and stole a lot of Rick Baker's designs and destroyed a lot of his designs for Night's Skies because Steven Spielberg was was so mad at Rick Baker. That I did not know. Mm-hmm. That I did not know. All right. Uh, Kewen says, this chat is clean. Flamethrower <laughs> 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 <Nice. laughs> says, uh, if it was a few years later, they could have called... Ghostbusters instead of Tangia. <laughs> yep. Right. True enough. Two more years. Yep. Uh, I read, uh, Sasha Fred says, I read that the role for Carol Ann was originally going to be played by Drew Barrymore. I think I heard something like that as well. I, I could see that. But hasn't hasn't Drew as a child been put through enough horror? Right. <laughs> like, and, and didn't she do enough? Well, here's the other thing, too, is that E.T., and Poltergeist were released a week a week uh, between each other. So really, Drew Barrymore, that wouldn't have worked, you know, as far as because she was already in E.T., unless they pushed a production of one of them, you know, forwards or backwards. But uh, Junebug says, I think the big question in this movie, why is the guy riding a bike and holding beer at the same time? Does he not have a car? It seems that that would have saved him a lot of trouble. Right? Drinking and driving, man. Right there. That's why I was on that bike. And and those kids, go. those kids tried to kill him with their remote control yeah, cars. Yes, kids, kids in the Hollywood movies are murderers. Like yes. you can't do that. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we got John Steele. John Steele's in the chat. What's up, man? Saying power to the Night Watch squad. <laughs> Thanks a lot, hey. man. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, Junebug saying I've seen a lot of creepy trees, especially being a tree trimmer. I think that tree could just use a good trimming. And he could be less creepy and may be happy. There you go. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Qwin says, I have the evil dead tree and we are happy together. <laughs> Aww, nice. <laughs> uh, too funny. All right. But um, another thing I wanted to throw out there, and this is right before Caroline gets taken. I know we're backtracking, but you know, like I said, this movie had so much great story. I think a really cool moment was right before that when Craig T. Nelson was trying to, you know, get the kids to relax during the storm. You know, that scene that he has with Robbie talking about counting the seconds in between the thunder and lightning. I mean, it was so many moments like that in this movie that it really made you care about the family. And and I just mm-hmm. wanted to point that out because when I was rewatching it, yeah, and, and they were believable. They were very believable as parents. The kids were believable as kids. And like I said, you had a lot of character moments like that that you don't see in a lot of movies uh, nowadays. And I know it's a different time and and all of that, but I really enjoyed watching this movie in its totality, not just the horror or the, the, the scares or a few gross moments, but just the family itself. It was just an entertaining movie. And I think that's why it's stood the test of time. But, um, Getting back to you, Kill, as as we move on. <clears throat> so Carol Ann gets taken. And then, of course, the family doesn't call the cops. And they try to get some help. And they get help uh, from Dr. Uh, Lesh, played by Beatrice um, uh, Straight. And I thought that this was a cool little part of the movie, too, where, you know, again, just character building moments. You know, everything wasn't happening at once. 
There wasn't blood all over the place. There wasn't a lot of gore. I mean, what do you think of this part of the story? You know, I love this part of the story because you can tell a good significant part of time has kind of chipped away to the point where they're so used to the house now being spooky. And Craig T. 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 Nelson does it perfectly. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we don't go in that room. You know, it's just like, it's like, okay, you've seen some shit and you just know, okay, we don't go in that room. The kids know this. They've they've dealt with it long enough that they've defined rules for it you know and 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 that's very interesting in the way they portray it it's so nonchalant when i was just about to say this scene where they open the door and it's craig tino's like oh yeah you want to take a look here here you go (laughs) (laughs) you know know, lights plugging themselves in and turning on floating around and 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 what's so interesting is for this movie to you know be made in the 80s it I see so many things in this movie that I saw later in movies like Paranormal Activity. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. scene in the kitchen with the chairs. Now, this is before Carol Ann gets kidnapped, you know, right. dragged to the sunken place, whatever. <laughs> but just, <laughs> it, it was so smart with the chairs. She was like, I told you guys to push your chairs in. And the camera mm-hmm. does this really cool thing of panning to her in the kitchen where she's doing dishes and then it pans back. And then the chairs are stacked on top of you know, like just just in this beautiful like order and she's like oh my gosh you know and joe beth williams plays it so perfectly as the mom she's smart she's 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 she loves her kids loves her husband you know and she's she's a fighter yeah. and when she sees that she just has this look on her face like and she doesn't even have words she just starts to back up like okay this is really getting weird um right. But back to when the the supports come in, for me, that's when the movie kind of shifts gear from the 80s kind of playful adventure with like a Mm -hmm. family to now we're getting into the more spooky horror kind of territory where you're going to see more of the apparition. And at first it's Mm -hmm. still, you know, pretty and bright lights and fog and smoke. But then, Mm -hmm. you know, as the movie continues to go, it gets... A little bit more and more aggressive uh yeah. but but i will say this one last thing and i hope i'm not skipping ahead of myself the scene where the guy rips at his face okay when i was a kid that was nightmare yeah, fuel yeah and I'm, i watched this movie earlier today i haven't seen this movie in years this movie got a pg rating not pg-13 this movie got pg and and solely because steven spielberg direct uh, produced it i i'm i am 100 percent sure here okay because if john carpenter tried to even have a person ripping at their face and i mean he right. was going at it for a good amount of seconds yeah he was yeah you know, it, it wasn't a quick scene i mean it, i counted it was at least about a good 15 to 16 seconds of him just ripping at it and then oh and that poor guy was the smartest guy because he was like i'm out (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and and one thing i'm gonna say and then coriander i'll throw it to you um but you know it's funny because he didn't come back but what was really cool is uh beatrice uh straight who played um the doctor she had a lot of tender moments with the family too because she says you know he's not coming back but i am coming back you know and it like look i know this might sound silly to some people but hey if you're a movie lover then you're a movie lover i'm a movie lover so you know moments like that and the way she explained death uh to robbie and and stuff like that especially with the, the musical score which was fantastic again steven spielberg movies with fantastic music and it was just really sweet moments again you're building up the story you're building up these characters you're making me care about them so when the stuff goes down i'm invested so you know again very smart movie but coriander uh, how about you you know once once they have the help from these folks that are trying to figure out what's going on with this haunting and obviously this is this is right before we see uh obviously the 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 great uh, zelda Rubenstein come in. What, what were you thinking about the story up to this point? I mean, everything was flowing well. I mean, mm-hmm. you had the 
you know, you had those people that were there, yeah, investigating with them in that night before all the face ripping and stuff. You know, they saw like this ghost lady come down the stairs, and all yes. these souls were like going. You know, obviously, yeah, they were on like a portal, obviously of some yes. sort. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just it was just incredible the special effects and the CGI that they used. I mean. This is it was good. It's not it wasn't cheesy. It's not like how obviously today how you know everything is just when you use CGI they just totally ruin it. But mm-hmm, this blend mm-hmm. of, you know, real true Practical. special effects. Yeah. yeah, and this it was mm-hmm. really great. And yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I thought yeah, like Killian said, you know, everyone blended well, you know, mm-hmm. the, everybody. So the, the investigators and the family and that's what made everything so successful. You know, you had people that wanted to help them and yeah, you had a strong family unit and yeah, that's all you need. Yep. Yep. And of course, uh, Tangina, you know, yep. what a character that that yeah. she was again, again, Zelda, Zelda Rubenstein, who, you know, is just fantastic in this role. It's funny because as a kid and Killian, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, but as a kid, her character stuck out to me so much partly because she was just so charismatic and, and different and also she just had those those big scenes in the in the second half of the film like she always stood out to me uh but before i get to you kill uh just to catch up in the chat uh let's see eric was saying it's great to see a horror film in the 80s where the black character actually lives and also helps to save the day love him with the rope and the tennis balls that's right man yeah he did all right didn't he (laughs) He didn't run (laughs) that's right um slasher fred saying i love the part when the mom asked caroline asking who did she mean who was here and she says it was the tv people yeah yep that was a cute scene Heather O'Rourke, man, you know, and I was saying this to Coriander, you know, wow, just just such a tragic loss. And um, I think she definitely had a charisma about her as as far as being such a young child actor. And I think that, um, you know, unfortunately taken away and and I think she could have gone on to to a lot of other uh, interesting things in film. She really had a a charisma about her. Eric says Spielberg literally was hands on with this because those were his hands ripping the face. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Steven was all <laughs> over the place, man. And I've, and I've shown a couple images. One of my favorite images, though, I'll, I'll put this up. I don't think I've put this one up yet, but um, <laughs> check this one out. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, man. He, he, he was all over the place, man. You got to love Steven Spielberg. He's he's brought us a lot of great movies. Um, Junebug saying, I keep saying it, video game composers nowadays have gotten to be better film composers than film composers nowadays. Hmm. All right, gotcha. <laughs> I almost read that wrong. <laughs> like, I know what you're saying, though, man. Um, Eric says, the paranormal investigators truly wanted to help the family. Yes. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I agree. That's what made me love them. Yeah, me too. Uh, Sasha Fred saying he's getting to the one of the big parts we're going to talk about at some point. I read that they u- used actual skeletons for the pool scene. Yeah, you know, look. <laughs> According to one of the effects uh, persons on set who was under oath, he said that they did. So I'll throw yeah, that out that there too. first. Yeah, and 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 supposedly it was from a uh, a medical supply company that had, you know, this reminds me of Return of the Living Dead here, you know what I mean? But had a uh, supply of real human bones and stuff. So take it take it for what you want. Uh, that was always the myth, anyways. But supposedly it was said to be true under oath by someone who legitimately was on set, part of the effects crew and so forth. So pretty creepy joe beth williams also talked about how you know when she was in that scene which we all know that scene we're not at that point yet but we'll talk about it for a quick moment when she was in that scene she was in you know so much mud and and and, and yuck and guck and all of that that it you know it didn't bother her that they were real and that's 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 a quote that she said pretty much you know not word for word but so i guess they were real (laughs) she she's a she's more of a badass 
than, than ever. <laughs> um, Eric says real skeletons from the local college were cheaper than fakes. Yeah, that's exactly what I read. Yep, that's exactly what I read. Um, he's saying Tangina, the worst medium ever, took her three movies to stop the spirits. <laughs> Laugh out loud. <laughs> oh, crap. Um, the death of Dominique Dunn and Heather O'Rourke and the death of Will Sampson and the guy who played the antagonist in the sequel became what was known as the poltergeist curse. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot of deaths involved and it's just, yeah. And Junebug saying the same, same idea, rest in peace to all the people who died due to the unfortunate uh, poltergeist curse. Yeah, it, it, it was sad. A lot of things happened and, and poor Dominique uh, Dunn as well, man. That was just horrible stuff horrible stuff but um kill i'll pass it on to you once uh tangina is in control and and starting to perform the ritual and so forth which of course was a big part of the uh the, the third act what were you thinking at that point uh you know I, I kind of just watching and just hoping that like this woman is as good as she seems like she is uh right. but, but but one thing before i'll continue to talk about that once again as fun or adventurous or scary as this movie is it still has comedy and craig t nelson his comedy timing is impeccable because when yeah. uh she first comes in to this <laughs> he, yeah. he, he says this this line of i'm speaking to her i'm speaking to her with my mind yeah because he doesn't believe her and, right, and, he and, doesn't. And, and it's just it's just little little things in there that like you can clearly yeah. see that he's a great dad, but he's been put through the ringer. And yes. he's kind of at his wit's end, and this is kind of how he deals with it a little bit, kind of making these little little comments that any of us would make. And it's just kind of funny. Right. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, the, and I think you said it earlier, um, Knight, and you also, Coriander. Everybody that comes into this family's home, they truly want to help. And they yeah. realize that, hey, this is a good family like there is no you know drunk dad or abusive father or mom hits the kids to the point where even they make a you know she's just like well which one of you is Carol Ann more afraid of right and they're like yeah. neither of us we, we don't we don't yell at our kids right. and she's like well look you need to be stern and yell at her and tell her she's going to get mm -hmm. a spanking and he gets offended he was like i would never touch these kids and i'm right. like wow you are a good dad and you're a great mm -hmm. mom and and that mm -hmm. just that dynamic that they have you know i i thought that they are they must be a real couple in real life you know <laughs> like you know, it's like man you know because it's it, they're so loving and sort of like mm -hmm. what coriander said you know love c truly does conquer all and and that's what these outside people can see like man this is a really good family we gotta help them and we gotta get this little baby right. girl back and yeah. the whole sequence of you know uh, um run towards the light and like i thought you said don't go towards the light you know and he's like and, no yeah and they're going into the 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 dark space you know wherever now i, I will say in watching this after watching other newer haunted movies that deal with you know someone on the the the, the, the ether on the other side you know like movies like insidious or stuff like paranormal activity they do wrap this portion up pretty fast you right. know and and mm -hmm. and they're just like okay well you had, your your house is on this portal and it's a lot of spirits and for the most part they're nice but there's one that's mm -hmm. evil and he wants you know uh you know carol ann's light you know you know mm -hmm. he, he wants carol ann's shine i want that shine right. you know right. you know so they do kind of get in and get out a little fast but it still works you know especially for a movie in the 80s which is a horror adventure movie um right. and it works it works with their whole you know throwing the tennis balls through and and the rope and essentially mom going to another dimension to get her daughter and she mm -hmm. does you know that's a right. mom right there i'm my hat is off to you joe beth williams yeah she was fantastic in this movie uh real quick coriander before i get to you i'm just going to catch up in the chat for a second uh junebug said that's the problem uh, actors just don't go for it anymore you get a better performance from actors if they had to go for it versus on a green screen 
And I agree with you. I yeah. really, really do. Yeah. Uh, we got the Lexus dude in the chat. What's going on, man? Uh, saying hello hey. there, Nightwatch Zone. Hey. Um, saying hope that we all have a wonderful Wednesday and keeping cool and staying hydrated as well. Absolutely, man. Gotta stay hydrated. Gotta stay mm-hmm. hydrated. Um, but yeah, Coriander, what what were you thinking once once um, Joe but- Beth goes to the other side and, and, and grabs Caroline and and seems like everything is okay? What were you thinking at that point in the movie? <laughs> yeah, at that point, you know, you're thinking, all right, you know, she came through, she's got the kid, mm-hmm. they're awake, mm-hmm. and right. you think everything's going to be happy and they're going to live happily ever after. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, you get the husband that, oh, I got to go to the office for something. And Mm -hmm. the kids are like getting ready to settle down. She's taking a bath, Mm -hmm. dyeing her hair. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, shit happens again, man. And that was crazy because I would have just left. After all that, after I had my kid, I would not set foot in that house ever again. Well, I think it also showed that they must have had a lot of faith in Tangina because she was talking about how the house is clean. And up to that point, you know, there were a lot of questions about can she deliver on her promise? And obviously she delivered, you know, Carol back. So, right. Well, well, but they didn't know at that point. That's right. why they didn't leave what I'm saying. Obviously, but she, she should have she should have said this house is semi clean. but but also coriander when stuff started happening and i love this scene here you know what that reminds us of when joe beth was on the ceiling walls nightmare on elm street yeah man that's right nightmare on elm street tina and the fly Mm -hmm. when seth brundle was crawling very cool effects um but yeah this was this to me was kind of like wow it's not over you know this 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 is this is how the movie almost went into another gear and i was like this is crazy what would you think kill i mean it was it was it was very cool how it seemed to go into an even higher gear at this point yeah yeah this is like the gear that we didn't think we would get to but like this gear is like oh you're gonna take a shower and and dye your hair and and relax you're gonna put on your little jersey and relax you think it's over nah it's not over (laughs) you know the clown the clown is coming back for 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 the little boy you know and 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 she's rolling around on the ceiling you know it's Mm -hmm. like man it's like the 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 ghost has is is just kind of like i got i got one one bit bit left in me you know and i'm gonna go for bro yeah Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, real quick, too, in the chat, uh, Lexus Dude saying good stream and very and very knowledgeable and great content. Oh, thanks so much, man. We we really appreciate yeah. it. Uh, and also saying it's been really hot here in Vegas the past few days. I hear Ooh, you, man. Dang. Definitely yeah. Definitely be hydrated, careful, man. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, Eric saying the scene with Joe Beth and the walls and ceilings had to inspire Wes. Yeah, we were talking about that too, man. It's it's crazy how great movies and, and sometimes you get inspired and some other great things that happen and it's really really cool you know Sasha Fred saying I love the theme that involves children singing uh, there have been many horror movies with a child children's choir yeah and I think it adds a certain element creepiness you know, and I think it's yeah, really it cool does. yeah yeah uh, we, we got Mr. Dan in the chat what's going on man nice to see you uh, saying I love the shot where Joe Beth runs down the hall yeah, absolutely yeah. man and I was just I was just going to talk about that myself. That scene still just looks amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, and I still don't know exactly how they did it. I'm sure I could probably find out, but I almost want to keep the magic alive. But it looks fantastic because by the time she starts running full bore, you almost you almost think that she's already at the door. But the way that it looks, it looks like she's like a thousand years away from it. It's such a cool scene. It really, really is. Um let's see uh eric saying tangina epic fail house wasn't clean she took her money and ran (laughs) (laughs) q and saying you remove the headstones but the bodies are still there yes man that scene Mm -hmm. that was just crazy and you had had your boy from return of the living dead yeah karen (laughs) he was awesome in his little role too man uh, Trenchy's in the house. What's up, Trenchy? Hey, Trenchy. Nice to see you. He's saying that this is my favorite haunted house film. Yeah, man. Yeah, it is. Just, 
it's amazing, yeah. man. And you know, again, when we were kids, man, and I remember Kill, you used to you used to hate this scene with the, with the damn clown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Can't man, trust him. I gotta admit, you can't <laughs> trust him, man. But so many things are happening in this movie, and it was crazy with this finale. As we as we get to the end here, and we might as well talk. We we'll get back to the whole skeletons uh, as well, man. This was the scene that really got me as a kid. And I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember that kill, but when that stuff started to happen, I was just like, "What?" You know, yeah. like the skeletons coming out of the caskets and stuff. And man, it was just a wonderful finale. And yeah. Gosh, man, I'll, I'll let you jump and kill, and then we'll go to Coriander as we finish this thing up, man. But this finale well, was great. I mean, you know, every PG movie has a shit ton of skulls and skeletons coming out of the ground, out of the, falling out of their <laughs> caskets in the kitchen, in the pool, uh, in the sidewalk. Right. I mean, everywhere with bodies just being dumped out. Uh, Joe Bess Williams, I mean, I just look at her face there in that image. Like, yes. she is going to literal, literal hell yeah because she yes. she there there was that moment where craig t nelson is going back to the office and she looks at him and she's like do you really have to can we just go right like and he's right. like don't worry i gotta grab something real quick if the kids fall asleep let them fall asleep and then we're gonna hit the holiday end don't worry and she mm. and you know and she doesn't want to like stop him but she's like okay but just hurry you know, because right. she still is a little apprehensive. She's afraid, and I don't blame her. And right. in and in the juxtaposition, when Craig T. Nelson drives up with his boss, and he sees a goddamn light show going on in that house, he has a look right. like fuck, like like he's like, oh my goodness, like what? And then he's right. he's so pissed off. Instead of running in the house, going he, in the grabs house. It, yeah. he grabs his boss and shakes the hell out of him like, you son of a bitch. You moved the headstones, but you left the bodies. And then he repeats it again. Yeah. You moved the headstones and you left the bodies. Shake, shake, shake even more. Right? And the boss is just looking like, well, what did I do? I'm just trying to make money. You know, like, right, right. And then he goes to the house because he's like, oh, my God, I got to go in here. And my wife is going to kill me. You know, I just had to go get my favorite pen from the office. I just needed that pen. Go ahead. And you see Steven helping out on that scene too, man. Uncle Steven, all yeah, he's there. Saying, Craig, <laughs> shake, shake the shit out of him. You're pissed off, right? <laughs> really uh, shake him good. You know, I, I mean, but I look, I, I absolutely love this movie. And you know, he he gets there, and and luckily, almost pretty much the next scene you see, Joe Beth and the kids are running out of the house. They're yes. getting in the station wagon. They're gone. Like they don't look back. They don't. They don't grab toys. The clown is still in there. They are gone. They're dirty. Joe Beth is still covered with mud. And they they mm-hmm. Holiday Inn. How you doing? Come on in. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> like nope, nope, nope. What, what about you, Coriander? What did you What did you think of the ending? So I can't. Together? Yeah, I can't hear you guys. I'm gonna have okay. to back out. Yeah. Sorry. All right. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, that ending, man, that was just crazy. I mean, and then the house does that thing where it folds into itself. Implodes, you yeah. know, this, this image right here. And I was just like, and you see all the people around. So nobody can sit there and say they didn't see it. And nobody can sit there and say it was some type of illusion because they're right there and they see this house fucking disappear, man. Um, but just look, I mean, it goes without saying this was a fantastic ending to a fantastic movie. And and when you think about how things happen, it truly did keep ramping up, ramping up, ramping up ramp- to the very end. Yeah. And, you know, it's so hard for a lot of movies, no matter what genre, but obviously in horror, it's hard for a lot of movies to stick the landing. And this yes. movie did. You know, it really, when you think about it, it checks all the boxes. It really, really does. It's a fantastic movie. Um, it did so well in the theater. It had a ten million dollar budget, but it made one hundred and twenty-two million. I mean, and 
And ironically enough, it only has a Rotten Tomato score of 86%. I think it should be higher than that, but um, that's just my opinion. But it's just a fantastic movie, man. Everything about it, the acting, the music, the direction, the (laughs) co-direction. The the name of it, just that name on a billboard. When I I see that, like you have it right there, I see Alien, Mm -hmm. I see Jaws. I see just one word that instills wonderment and also fear. Because we we find aliens wonderful and interesting, but then also aliens can be scary, like, you know, aliens, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. just like sharks. Oh, Jaws. Oh, they're so Mm -hmm. interesting. But then, okay, that could be really scary. And up until the point where this movie came out, I didn't know that word in my vernacular. I was a little kid. And I was like, what is a poltergeist? Like, oh, it's like a ghost, like a really angry ghost. I'm like, oh. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. It, it was a. It was a fantastic title. It really, really was better than 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 Night Skies. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> Hewen says uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. The kids with the rhyme. Uh, talking about children uh, choruses. Uh, mm-hmm. Sasha Fred saying seven years later, Craig T. Nelson be- uh, became for his character on the series Coach. Yep. Absolutely. Mr. Dan saying, even clown dolls and puppets are evil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> and uh, Trenchy talking about the uh, skeletons uh, being real. Yeah, man, we talked about that earlier in the episode. And it's just crazy to even think that, you know. Uh, Eric says, poor Robbie, eaten by a tree, strangled by a clown, almost sucked into the sarlic pit that is his <laughs> closet. Then the poor kid has the incident with his braces in part two. Yeah, and we're going to get the part two, man. And you're right. Robbie goes, Robbie, holy crap, man. He can't catch a break. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Kewen says, uh, this part reminds me of that Chris Rock job. I'm not going hit to your, hit you, but I will shake the shit out of you. <laughs> you move the headstones. <laughs> oh, man. It, it was good though. I really, yeah, I, I really yeah. did. I really did enjoy this movie. But anyways, guys, uh, for you guys in the chat, we really appreciate you hanging with us, enjoying joining in the discussion. This is a fantastic movie for anyone that has not seen it, or if you have not seen it in a long time, like like we haven't. I hadn't seen it in quite a while. Same um, here. Check it out. Check it out, man. It's just a great movie. It really, really is. Um, yeah, it is. But also, for you guys in the chat, please give us a like. Uh, that would help us out a lot with the video. And also, please leave us a comment in the comment section, letting us know what you think of Poltergeist. What are some of your favorite moments? We've, we've talked a lot about some of them here. But let us know in the comment section. That'll definitely help the video out a lot. So we will be talking to you guys soon. We're going to be back at 8 for our top 10 final girls of horror all time so we hope you guys can join us then if you're watching this if you're listening to this you're the night watch peace out guys catch you later peace